Well, thanks so much for joining us on Cranford Radio. My name is Bernie Wagenblast, and today we're going to be talking with a group that's here in Cranford that not everyone in town is aware of, the Cranford Unity Project. I'm joined by three of the members. Why don't we start off by each of you introducing yourself, please? Hello, my name is Sanjeevani Vidwans. Hi, I'm Karen Bennett. Hi, I'm Patricia McLean. Why don't we start off with, for those who aren't familiar with the group, tell us what the group is. Who would like to, uh, to tackle that question? This is Patricia speaking. Um, Karen and I and four other women and came together in the aftermath of George Floyd, and we decided that we had to do something um, in town instead of standing aside, actually taking action. So the six of us who didn't know each other necessarily just put together our pillars of what was important in the town, the community, education, support, and started reaching out and coming up with ideas about what we could do in this in Cranford and how we could serve the greater community and people who were feeling alone, how could we bring them all together? I think part of it is also we recognize Cranford's not always seen as the most diverse or possibly inclusive community. And we feel like there's such an opportunity to create outreach, to make sure that people feel supported and included in conversations and make a Cranford a community that people want to come and live in and bring outsiders who may not have such a positive view of our town. Now, while you were not one of the organizers, obviously you have joined the group. Tell me a little bit about your motivation for becoming involved with this group, please. When I first heard about Cranford Unity Project, I just liked the idea that it was about unity. Um, kind of didn't matter who you are, or what your background is, or any other details aside that you're just a person and you're included because of that. There is another group in town, and I think some people maybe have some confusion as to are these the same group? Are there different groups? What's the difference that involves the Cranford Clergy Council, the superintendent of public schools, the police chief, elected officials and such? What is the difference between those two groups? Uh, why is this group different from that group? So when we were first forming our group, we actually met with a number of similar groups in our area, like SOMA, Justice, um, to understand how they work. And one of the things we really understood was that there's a strong grassroots component. So what we believe is Cranford Unity Project is a grassroots organization. We are not tied to any other thing. So we can work with whomever. We've done a ton of work with the library. We've done a ton of work with downtown Cranford. We've worked with the clergy, the historical society. And we've been having a number of outreaches along with the police as well as the schools. So it gives us a nice autonomy to work with those groups, but not be tied to them in any specific way. Even though this group is relatively new as far as Cranford groups go, you talked about the impetus was the murder of George Floyd. There has been a lot that you've already accomplished in the short time that you've been in existence. Tell me about uh, some of the projects that you have been involved with up to this point. We've been doing a lot of projects recently with the library. We've done some storyboard walks around town that we love because it includes the local businesses and promotes them and then also ties in the library and gives kids and families a, a way to read a story about somebody that maybe they are familiar with or maybe a family that's different from theirs. Um, we've also, as Karen said, partnered a lot with downtown. That's been a growing relationship that we really enjoy where we're tying things in like um, a Jewish holidays with the food and how do we provide 
maybe canned goods to a synagogue and then how do we um, celebrate pride and how do we make everyone feel welcome here because as Karen said not everyone does so that's been really wonderful and we have on the docket we have even more things planned we want to continue to celebrate different heritages um, throughout the year they all have their individual month or day of celebration and we also want to continue with our advocacy fighting for what's right you know even just learning what people need is important and then how do we communicate that and how do we help that's a big portion of what we want to do this coming year yeah I would say we've done a nice mix of we had um, an anti-Asian hate rally we also had a memorial service for those members who have been um, victims of police violence. But on the flip side, we also want to join people together as a community for people who are like-minded, who believe this, who will stand up for these things. Um, so we do also want to have fun. So have social events. We had a picnic um, just to get people to know others so that they don't feel so alone when these issues come up. Yeah, and I would just say that, I, I mean, I just love that connectedness of the group, the connections that I've made since I've been part of the group. I just love that everyone is very open-minded. You can really just say what you feel, even if you if it's not quote unquote perfect. It's something that we all talk about, and we figure out what sort of things, different things, mean to different people. And that's really part of being part of the group. <laughs> this interview is following the spring meeting for the group that was held uh, here at the community center, and you talked about some of the plans coming up and, and things that you would like to do. For people who would like to get involved or find out more about this group, where are some places they can go or people that they can contact to find out further information? So there's a number of different ways to get involved. If you go to our website, there you can be added to the email distribution list. We send a monthly email with everything happening, a newsletter. You can also join and follow Cranford Uni Project members. There are a couple of questions because we do ask that people be respectful of others and follow some general rules because we are talking about difficult topics, but we do also have a public page that really anyone can follow on Facebook as well as Instagram. When you look at the demographics of Cranford, you see, I think in the most recent census, it was over 90% of the people who live here identify as white. Diversity is something that we don't see as much of in Cranford as you might see in some of the surrounding communities. How do you get people to be more aware of diversity when the community that they're living in is not as diverse as some of the communities that surround us, whether it be Linden, Elizabeth, uh, Rawway, etc.? We're finding ways. Um, last year, Sanjeevani led this effort that we did to celebrate Diwali with fire me up and that was a great opportunity to introduce different foods to families you know kids adults and then talk about the tradition behind Diwali um, we're trying to bring people to I've learned a lot about some of the Jewish holidays from some of the events that we've done with town that I didn't know oh you eat this at this time and whatever I think it's more about you know a lot of us moved here from New York or from more diverse towns and we like that and Obviously, we come from different backgrounds, so we want to celebrate that. And I think that we've been doing a good job of finding ways to celebrate our differences and let other people enjoy them and learn from them. And then th I think that's a big key to this inclusivity and unity is just when you don't feel different, then you don't need to exclude anyone. Mm -hmm. I think a big piece is posting out, as I like to say. So um, last year for Pride, when we had our flag sales, 
we had numerous people saying, I've never seen so much pride in Cranford. I would have never thought this would have happened in Cranford. The fact that uh, Mayor Prunty flew the inclusive pride flag, her own son was like, this is the town I grew up in. So, so much is about, again, posting out and saying, this is who we want to be, so that then other people see that and come to our community, which I think is a big part of it. We have so many people who are moving here. We want to make sure that people know that this is the community we want to be and live in. If I'm not mistaken, I believe all three of you have children in the Cranford Public Schools, and that was one of the things that was talked about tonight, is how do you reach out to the schools and get them involved? I know, Karen, this is something that's a a passion of yours, so maybe you could tell us a little bit about how you might be involved with the schools. Yeah, I think there's a lot that we can do. Um, Some are just simple ways, and I think it's because people don't know how simple changes can really affect how people think about activities. We talked about something as easy as the holiday boutique and writing down mom and dad, as opposed to recognizing that people are non-binary or might not being raised by their mom and dad. There are so many simple things that show that we are inclusive and it doesn't take that much. One of the other things I noticed in the meeting this evening was as I looked around the room, it was all women, there were no men that were in the room. Why do you think there aren't as many men that are actively participating in, in something like this? Because they're home taking care of the kids. <laughs> that is the case here, but um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why it is, but I feel like in my experience, a lot of change starts with women. It's not always the case, but it's often the case, and it seems to be where we're starting here, but I don't think it's by any means the end of the journey. So I hope that there's more men. I think there will be more men. I think we've had more men representative in the LGBTQ efforts that we've made. Definitely with our picnic over the summer, there were definitely a lot of parents and families that came. So, you know, I would welcome partnering with the JCs for some of our events. They also get a lot of stuff done. So we welcome anybody and everybody who wants to put their best foot forward and make our community and make Cranford a better place. I mean, I also partially think that women have in many ways been not a minority, but have been dealing with some other things so that women in general have a different feeling about what unity and inclusivity means because we have fought for rights. We are still fighting for rights in many um, states in this country. And so I think that's connected to that as well. Was this group the one that was responsible for the stickers that you see in many of the downtown businesses where it says, everyone, welcome? So that was something actually that Karen in the downtown Cranford group helped to bring, but it was something that we had talked to her about, but she's been a huge advocate. She has done some amazing things in the downtown and has been a really great partner for us. The best part about those stickers is that we, a bunch of us were messaging, um, I think it was Think Design that helped them. We messaged them in response to those stickers and we got them to make signs. So I have one on my lawn. (laughs) Well, I want to take the opportunity to thank all three of you, first of all, for talking with me, but for the work that you and the others in the group are doing to make Cranford more inclusive and more welcoming to all different types of people. Thank you so much for taking the time out to to chat with me. Thank you. Thank you.